Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Harley, Harley, Harley. First of all, welcome to another episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. I am one part of your team, Ruben Calvillo, and I am joined by the handsome man himself, Harley Dugan. This episode is going to be brought to you by Bet Online because we want to jump right into it. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting actions. And contest. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, you name it, they're all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops, betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, bet online where the game starts. Mm. The game started yesterday against the Cincinnati Bengals. And leading into the game, no one picked the Houston Texans winning. Me and you said it before. We think they can beat the Bengals, but will they? They answered our question. Harley, the Houston Texans defeated the Bengals 30 to 27. They went to the jungle. They escaped with the last-second field goal. C.J. Stroud has shown you that no lead is safe while he is playing quarterback for the Houston Texans. I look at the remaining schedule, and no one fears me. I really think the Houston Texans can run the table, and I'm feeling high right now. I don't see another loss right now. I'm feeling you. The reason why you don't see another loss is because C.J. Stroud is an MVP candidate. Mm. And he's no longer a candidate. Take that word off. C.J. Stroud right now is the front runner for MVP. That is the conversations around all of national media. The love fest of C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans is all over the place. National media, local media, hell, Europe probably, damn it. C.J. Stroud is everywhere. And right now, he is a front runner for MVP. It is no in conversation. This is a fact. This man is a rookie quarterback. The first ever since 1957, mm. potentially, could be like Jim Brown, be rookie of the year, because that's already done. He, he's rookie of the year. And MVP in the same season, that would be absolutely insane. And it is not crazy to think that cannot happen. Let me ask you a question. What do you think about offensive player of the year? Is there a triple crown conversation we could potentially talking about? I mean, you had to have him because C.J. Stroud is that special. We have never seen a rookie season like this 
You cannot compare him to Patrick Mahomes. You cannot compare him to Justin Herbert. C.J. Stroud is standing alone. And you know what's crazy? When we did that podcast with former Ohio State Buckeye and Oakland Raider Chim D. Chequon, the quarterback that he mentioned next to C.J. Stroud consistently was the GOAT Tom Brady and man, we just saw Tom Brady play in back-to-back weeks. It's absolutely fun to watch this team. It's fun to watch C.J. Stroud, and you're absolutely correct. I had a video just based off of Chimney Chekwa's point of view. Continue to mention Tom Brady in the same breath of C.J. Stroud. And damn it, I said it in the video. You could check it out on the Leeds YouTube channel. I said it myself. C.J. Stroud is the next Tom Brady. This is this isn't no hot take. This no. man is the next generational quarterback, and we fell ass backwards for him because, damn it, uh, the majority of Texans fans, me included, you included, wanted that number one overall pick and wanted Bryce Young. Yeah, sure. Did I groan and complain about it? Absolutely not. I said, hey, it's all right. We got number two pick. Let's see what happens. And guess what happened? Mm. You grabbed C.J. Stroud, who feels like to me is showing the NFL world, huh? Yeah, y'all, y'all thought I was a dumbass with that S2 test? Y'all mm. thought I was a dummy? I ain't a test taker. I'm a football player. The iconic quote of C.J. Stroud is echoing all across the NFL and the rest of the 31 teams. Anybody that tried to tarnish that man for pre-draft chatter is got the biggest egg on their face right now. Titans fans told me Will Levis was going to be amazing after a four-touchdown game, and all I kept thinking was, man, he looks like Case Keenum. That's what he looked like to me. He looked like Case Keenum in a Texas jersey. And long and behold, the mystery machine and Scooby-Doo came out, took the damn mask off Will Levis, and he looked like an absolute bum. He looked like Zach Mettenberger, damn it. And Titans fans know who Zach Mettenberger is. So the Texans got themselves a generational quarterback. Whether or not it's supposed to happen, who knows? But at the end of the day, the Houston Texans got themselves the best quarterback in the draft and are looking at the future with bright eyes. And moving forward with C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans and everyone else in company is great news for the city of Houston. I mean, preach. I mean, preach. And what's crazy is I've been containing myself because I see, I'm see i seeing greatness, Harley, and I'm seeing it consistently. And this is a rookie. This is a guy who is younger than both me and you. He was just able to start drinking, and he has this city in his hands. He is as humble as he can be. There's a reason why the NFL made CJ shout of their banner on Instagram their mm. banner on Twitter. There's a reason why CJ Shroud was in their bio because he is so special. And he showed you again against the Cincinnati Bengals. It, it, there's just there's so much stuff to talk about when it comes to CJ Stroud. 
I really want to highlight what Peter Schrager said this morning. Good morning, football. We're all going to give C.J. Stroud his love. But when the defense needed to come up huge, they absolutely, damn it, rang the bell. I mean, hey, you could have put your heads down. You could have said, hey, that's game. C.J. Stroud threw what should have been a pick six. Thank you, Tank Dell, for slapping the ankles of the safety or the corner, whoever it was. Can't remember off the top of my head right now. Slapped the ankles, didn't get them the pick six. Sure, they still ended up getting a touchdown on that little short drive. But you could have hanged your head as the Texans. I would have been like, hey, you know what? It is what it is. You faced a playoff team. You gave them hell. Mm. And you let it slip through your hands. And you know what? I would have been okay. Yeah, it would have been a bad taste in my mouth. I really want the dub. I predicted the W. Damn it, I wanted the W. And C.J. Stroud. With all the poise, all the calmness, all the confidence in the world. And that is why we compare him to Tom Brady. It's not because of the play. It's because of all of the intangibles we are seeing from a rookie quarterback. Damn it. A rookie. This is different. He is in another stratosphere right now in the NFL. And there is arguably nobody that is close to C.J. Stroud at the moment. Nobody. People told me Joe Burrow, he's the best NFL quarterback right now. C.J. Stroud went in Cincinnati in his crib. Outplayed him. Outplayed his ass. King of the jungle. Comes out to C.J. Stroud in the Houston Texans, the Miko Ryans and company. They said they're a good team. Damn it, we're a good team. Mm. The Houston Texans are 5-4, and and they're looking forward. As of right now, they are in the playoffs. Seven seed. That's exciting times for the city of Houston. I need the chat to get live. I need them to get going, man. Got to get on to a whole nother level. Seventh seed, in terms of the division, the AFC South, you are in second place. The Jaguars are ahead of you. They just got destroyed by the San Francisco 49ers. It is now a two-man race between you and the Jaguars, and you play the Jags in two weeks here at home that game needs to be flexed dude it is criminal that we do not have a prime time game that was an amazing game we saw one of the best games of the year and you saw a quarterback duo between cj Stroud and joe burrow and then you saw a coaching matchup between D'Amico ryans and zach taylor you bring up the defense, man. It was Ben don't break. Because Joe Burrow, he had the day. Over 300 and something yards, a touchdown. They had two 100-yard wide receivers, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. But you made plays when they needed to happen. It felt like right when the Cincinnati Bengals offense was getting momentum, it was a sack by Sheldon Rankins, a sack by Sheldon Rankins, a sack by Sheldon Rankins, a sack by Jonathan Grenard. I mean, the defense was momentum killers, a interception by number 30. I think his name is Darren Houston Carlson. I could uh, be wrong. Uh, DeAndre means- Houston Carson. DeAndre Houston Carson. Great interception, next man up mentality, an overthrown pass, heads up play, and then Shaq Griffin. Mm. Interception in the end zone. I mean, I did not think that pass was going to be completed. Joe Burrow just threw that thing up there. And great INT, 
We thought it was the game. C.J. Stroud, second interception of his career, second interception of the season. And, dude, your heart dropped. Mm. Your heart dropped because mm. you thought it was a pick six. And you're, all the momentum was going to the Cincinnati Bengals. And then a holding call by Will Anderson Jr. Starting them at a first and 20. Pretty much killed the drive. It forced them to kick a field goal. Tie football game. You gave your quarterback a chance. And Harley, I think this was the first time we got a complete football game. The defense looked good. The offense looked good. The passing and the rushing. We'll get to the rushing in a little bit. Woo. The special teams. I mean, Dara Bungawale, mm. he murdered a man. Mm. There was still a Bengals body on the field. Houston Texans. This wasn't a fluke. You won this game. You took this game. And you made a statement. And you know what else is crazy, Holly? Before I let you go off. Our other wins, they now hold more weight. Because Jacksonville continues to win. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh continues to win. Tampa Bay just won. Um, I mean, Cincinnati won a four-game winning streak. One of the hottest teams in the NFL. I mean, you are going against competition and winning. That's absolutely what you want to do. C.J. Stroud, one of the biggest uh, stats, was 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. When trailing. That is a sign of a great quarterback. This man is a rookie. Like, we can we? This guy is a rookie quarterback doing what he is doing. This team is the best team in Texas football-wise. They're better than the Cowboys. This is not even a conversation anymore. They go out there and spank the Giants. Who cares? That don't mean nothing. You went out and spanked the damn peewee football team. Come on, man. The Houston Texans are the best football team in Texas, and it ain't no joke anymore. Mm. C.J. Stroud and company got them boys rocking. D'Amico Ryans, my goodness, my guy. When he got hired, immediately the press conference, when that press conference happened, I teared up. I felt it. I felt a change coming in Houston. I didn't know this was going to happen. But I felt that change coming, just like every other Texans fan. I know people felt there's a change about to happen in Houston, and it feels good. doesn't feel bad anymore. And when he got hired and he had that press conference, as soon as the spaces started, I started that spaces and said, D'Amico Ryans is going to win a Super Bowl here in Houston. With C.J. Stroud at quarterback, I am so confident that this team – can win a Super Bowl. Does it happen this year? I don't think so. I don't think so. But damn it, it feels freaking good to even be in that conversation again. It feels freaking good to be, if the NFL season ended right now, be in the playoffs. It feels fantastic to be back in this conversation and to watch football games that actually are relevant that actually means something. I don't have to just sit there like the last two years and go, oh, okay, let me watch my Texans and have zero emotion whatsoever, whether it was a good play or a bad play. 
that pick that should have been taken to the house. I mean, you're an absolute bum for not taking it to the house. I mean, my heart dropped. I thought it was over. I thought it was over. And he threw that pick. It felt like a Matt Schaub pick six special to the Seattle Seahawks, Richard Sherman. That's what it felt like. I got an immediate glimpse of that game. And I got so nervous. I went, God darn. The, the, the narrative's going to come back. Oh, this is the same old Houston Texans. Can't beat the good teams. Oh, same old, same old. No, no. Uh-uh. C.J. Stroud said, no. Nah, I'm going to put this team on my back. I'm different. What did D'Amico Ryan say? The past of the past. This is the 2023 Texans. And, damn it, we're coming for heads, man. We're in this division. We got the division in two weeks. We're going to have a game for the division in two weeks. Damn it. I can't wait to beat the hell out of them pussycat Jaguars. Beautiful wordplay. This time last year, the season was already over, and we were competing for the number one overall pick. We weren't looking at the final score for the stand, you know, for you to see if we won. We know we were going to lose, but we were checking to see where we could potentially be drafting. How close could we get to that number one overall pick? Now you were talking about the postseason. The mm. postseason. It is crazy what one offseason can do. You have to shout out the ownership, Cal and Hannah McNair. I mean, they have completely changed their image. What we think about them as owners, we saw them at training cramp, uh, grilling burgers, handing out T-shirts. Nick Casario. Oh, how the chatter has died down. We are seeing his draft picks, his free agent selections make impact plays for the Houston Texans. I want to shout out my guy, Dalton Schultz. Another big game at tight end. When was the last time we saw this good of tight end play? Maybe Owen Daniels. Harley. Noah Brown. He had seven catches, 172 yards, back-to-back games with 150 yards. The only other Houston Texans wide receivers to do that, Andre Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins. Shout-out to Nick Casario, man. There was so much heat early in the season, but just to see what we're seeing on the field right now, and shout out to this receiving core. Um, Tank Dell, six catches, 56 yards, one touchdown. At what point do we start talking about Tank Dell being one of the biggest steals in the draft? Welcome back. Uh, thank you. Sorry, I had to take I forgot I locked the the wrong lock on my dad. Anyway, we'll get back into it. Tank Dell is absolutely, I've, I've said this a thousand times. I mean, Tank Dell, uh, I had so much bias with him. He's a Houston guy. I already knew it. I mean, this guy was the best route runner in my eyes coming out of the draft. Steve Smith talked highly of Tank Dell. Greg Jennings talked highly of Tank Dell. The guy is magical when the football is in his hands. And it made so much sense grabbing him. Sure, to pair him with C.J. Stroud and everything, that made sense. I go back to the press conference again. D'Amico Ryan said, we want to get the ball into playmakers' hands. 
And if there is anybody that is the biggest playmaker for this Texans team, it is Tank Dell. It is Nathaniel Tank Dell, damn it. He is absolutely electric. The route running, his ability to run with the ball, the punts at times. I mean, it feels like every punt return feels like he's going to break it. Mm. And sure, he only gets four, five, six yards. But damn it, you feel something different. And you know you got something special when you're glued to that. You know, before we didn't have that. It's been a long, long time since we had a kick return or punt return that was any sort of threat. And when Tank Dell is back there, and I'm glued to the television. I'm like, okay, what's Tank yeah. going to do? What's Tank going to do? And, and that's exactly what he brings. This offense, dude, I mean, no, again, kudos to the Texans offense. Kudos to this team. No Nico Collins, no wide receiver one, no problem. They continue to find ways to win games with a laundry list of injuries. Mm -hmm. There should be in no way this Texans team should have been dominated. They dominated the Bengals for most of the game. It yeah. shouldn't have even been that close. The score is not indicative of what happened for the majority of the game. We went into Cincinnati and absolutely pummeled them. They had no answer whatsoever. We saw Joe Burrow do a little Brandon Cooks, D. Watt special touchdown, Sally, and then he was quiet for the rest of the game. And then he wanted to be a big old, big old dude. He wanted to act all tough when Blake Catchman tried to get that hit on him at the end. Yeah, man, you're trying to fight for extra yardage. This is football, buddy. All right, don't get me getting upset. Cincinnati Bengals fans told me all week, Lou Anarumo this. Lou and Arumo that the Bengals barely lose to teams like the Texans with all of our stats being in the bottom half. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? Dubs. Took the biggest, fattest L in Cincinnati. How about that, huh? How y'all like that? Biggest, fattest L of the past three years for the Houston Texans. This is what this victory means for this young Houston Texans team. And just like you, man, I was so nervous. I was like, no, an interception from CJ. It's like he, you know, he threw, he kind of threw a right to him. You were like, you've been perfect all oh, game. No. You know, I was, I, I put my head down and then I was like, all right, he doesn't make the same mistakes twice. Mm -mm. And to lead a game-winning drive. Finds tight end Donson Schultz to extend it for like 30 yards. Shout out to Donson Schultz again. I am loving that signing, right? Someone oh. asked um, the guys that are up for contract extensions, you know, will we be able to keep these guys? I mean, Donson Schultz is one I would love to keep. Steven Nelson as well. Um, Devin Singletary. I mean, I, I could let Singletary go. I'm not even going to lie to you. Okay. But speaking of Devin Singletary, I mean, 30 rushes, 850 yards, one touchdown, five yards a carry. This is the type, this is what we expected from this Russian attack all year for the Houston Texans. And I think it tells us one major thing is that the Texans will now be starting Devin Singletary for the rest of the year. I mean, you kind of have to. You also have Damian Pierce out the past, you know, two two games with a ankle injury. But what you saw yesterday from the Russian attack, 
I mean, you saw this offense kind of unstoppable. I mean, when you felt like the Bengals' defense was going to take the one up on you, I mean, they didn't. And we finally saw the potential of this offense when the passing attack works, when the rushing attack works, when the offensive line blocks not only in pass protection, but in run pass, I'm sorry, pass blocking as well. Bro, we were moving the ball and there was nothing the Cincinnati Bengals could do. Like you say, we were dominating them. The score, you know, doesn't really tell how the game went. It came down to two huge plays towards the end of the fourth quarter. But a just a, a dominant performance from this offense. Can the running game keep it going for the rest of the season? I don't know. From what they showed me so far this season is no. But the potential is there in it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying there. Singletary had a fantastic game. Look, as Texans fans, we all know this. This is a Kubiak scheme. This is a Shanahan scheme. And we all know that this offense is fluid and running on all cylinders when the run game is relevant. 150 yards on the ground, all that's going to do is going to make C.J. Stroud and whatever quarterback in the system's job a lot easier. And that is what we saw this weekend with Devin Singletary. And then people can say, well, the Bengals, they didn't have a good run defense. Yes, that's absolutely true. You know who else didn't have a good run defense? The Carolina Panthers. And my running back was Damian Pierce. And damn it, he did not look good. All right. It was absolutely horrible to watch at times. And it was really bad. Money. We lost money. Yeah, we did. Hey, kudos. Hey, I don't give a damn. As long as my Texans are winning and they finding ways to win, I don't care who does it. Mm. I don't care if it's Mike Boone, Dare Ombugawale, uh, Xavier Singletary. I don't care who it is. The Texans got to find ways to win football games. And, yes, that Kubi Shanahan scheme is ruling the NFL right now. We saw it in opposing us. Zach Taylor is a byproduct of the Shanahan Kubiak scheme. It is everywhere in the NFL. But, damn, the Houston Texans got the run game going, got the pass game going. We heard this from Glover Quinn way, way, way back when, you know, when he was on the bot podcast. Make sure to check out the Believe in Texans podcast. If you missed that episode, you can just go to Spotify or anywhere where you stream all your podcast platforms, you know, and just check out Glover Quinn's video with us where he mentioned, you know, the biggest thing with this offense, accuracy, which C.J. Stroud has, running the football. Running the football is a big thing in this offense. And damn it, we ran the ball very well. The Texans were huge this weekend. Massive statement win in Cincinnati. Oh, it feels good to be a Texan fan, man. Who was the last time you said that? A long time. I've said it a lot this year. There is a lot of confidence this year. We saw glimpses of it in training camp. Mm-hmm. We saw that, man, this team looks like they can make some noise. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt different. The last two years, training camp was boring. We all knew we weren't going nowhere. We all knew it. You know, it was trying to put lipstick on a pig. It was empty seats, man. It was ridiculous. And to me, mentioning that tells me, that C.J. Stroud is an MVP front runner, is an MVP candidate. Because I just mentioned the last two years, they've been absolute dog shit. 
All right. They have been absolutely horrible, a horribly ran franchise. The last two years, they were not one of the 32 NFL teams. And C.J. Stroud came in here, yes, with a D'Amico Ryans, yes, with a whole new staff, yes, a slightly upgraded team, some small turnover. But C.J. Stroud grabbed that damn pig. He grabbed that lipstick on that pig, and right now he got that son of a gun flying. All right, it's flying high, it's doing flips, it's doing cartwheels, it is evil Knievel. It is doing all kinds of stunts. Mm. If C.J. Stroud is doing this, this stats with this nasty pig from the last two years, how can you not tell me he is not an MVP frontrunner or candidate? I started thinking about the offseason. I started thinking about free agency. Your window's now. Your, your window is right now, Houston to really take advantage of having C.J. Stroud on a rookie contract before he becomes the highest paid player in the NFL. Because if he keeps on playing like this, that is what he is going to have to be. This is your moment. Spend. Spend on the offense. Spend on the defense. And I am thinking, man, how many players want to come to Houston now when they see not only C.J. Stroud, but D'Amico Ryan. Someone brought up the post-game speech. What was the first thing he said? I love you guys. Mm. And I mean, you know, we go back to his press conference when he was talking about Fred Warner. And the first thing he says is, well, one thing is Fred Warner is a man of God and he's a married man. Those two things are not involved with football but it shows how much he cares about the player, how much he values other things besides the football team. And that makes you run through a brick wall for your coach when you know that he not only cares about your play on the field, but your life off the field as well. Dude, I am believing in this Houston Texans team and every win, the confidence just grows in me, just grows in me. And... It's now time to start becoming one of the best teams in the NFL, Texans. I mean, you've already shocked the world. You have quality wins. Keep it up. Yeah, I mean, I want to go to that comment again from KB. You know, I understand what he's saying. I, I, I'm not, we're not, you know, we're not numb to that idea. Yes. We know it's one game at a time. All right. We know that. We've learned about but, a lot this, this season. Yeah. You know, and I'm sorry, but uh, this is the Texans-Bengals game reaction, all right? This is our reaction to the game. This is us talking about the Texans-Bengals. We will get with the Cardinals when we need to get there. But what did D'Amico say? Victory Monday, right? We'll yes, see sir. you Wednesday, right? We're going to have an off day, right? All right, well, then guess what? Let me tell you right now, we got ourselves a little off day, too. We're going to have some fun. We're going to overreact a little bit. We're going to get high on our hot takes. And we are going to be so excited to continue talking about this Bengals game because, damn it, it feels good to be a Houston Texan fan. The city of Houston right now in sports is rocking. Six-game win streak, the Houston Rockets. The Dynamo got a playoff game, conference semis. Kansas City, bring them on. 
Hell in the Shell. What's going on with that? Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud. What's going on? Astros, hire new manager, Joe Espada. Your boy. The Houston sports landscape is on fire right now. So, yeah, sure, there's going to be comments like that. I get the dog walk all over Arizona. We- I'm going to hold. I'm going to hold my conversations about that. They got Kyler Murray back. They look pretty good against Atlanta. They had a little game-winning drive. People kind of forgot Kyler Murray's still good at this football thing. Okay? We will get into that a lot later. But right now, I want to talk about my king of the jungle. I want to talk about my quarterback, C.J. Stroud, damn it. I was cracked on. People talk shit about us consistently for the last two to three years. This year, they talk crap about us. Oh, this is the same old Texans. Oh, no. They're going to just draft a defensive guy that went to the Raiders, whatever his name was, from Texas Tech. Nobody even knows who he is anymore. There's an APB on him. The Raiders don't even know who they drafted. Damn it. The Houston Texans, same old, same old. They're not going to grab a quarterback. This team is done. Move this franchise away. They shouldn't be in Houston no more. I'm resigning as a fan. Uh Everyone overreacted. Everyone crapped on this organization. And we are five and four. We are almost, almost at the division leader. We are almost on their heels right now. We just whooped their ass a few weeks ago. And damn it, excuse me for showing some emotion, for showing that this fan base went through all that crap. This is what we deserve, damn it. We deserve these wins. We deserve to go out and beat the Bengals. You know why? Because D'Amico said it best. We're a good team, damn it. Come on, Texans fans. You know why we deserve it? Because we woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning to go to those open training camp practice and wait in a line that was a mile and a half every single practice for about two hours. The the practice that meant the most to me, that Saturday one, because you were just getting beat by that Houston sun, and the long and that was the longest line of the day. But you felt it right there that maybe this season's different. Then when me and you got our first glimpse of CJ Stroud walking down those steps, we both looked at each other and said, dude, this dude looks like a NFL quarterback. He looks huge. And, you know, pause. And then we saw them practice, and then the hope started to grow. And then it translated to the field, man. And it feels like we are a functional franchise again and just like you know Jalen says love that hardly emotional you love to see it but yeah man it's been a rough three years we finally get to watch some good football guys for people like me and Harley who are content creators after every single loss we suffered the past two years I had to sit here in front of this camera and talk about what I just saw. And major- and 90% of the time, I was upset. Mm, yeah. I was disgusted. I did not know how to look at you and say, I can see where this football team is going. So I 100% agree with Harley. If you were not there 
for the oh my god i'm forgetting his name um backup quarterback last year we had to run the double quarterback offense it was jeff davis driscoll. mills if you weren't there for the driscoll davis cat baby mills, jeff driscoll qb offense then you do not deserve to be here for the cj stroud and tank down offense man we deserve this like harley said there wasn't a lot of us doing this when we were losing harley there was not a lot of us and we also want to thank the 68 people who are in this live stream with us like it up share it that's how you help us the most and you guys have been with us. I mean, I know Jalen, Brody, uh, Lumineer, who's always in here. Like, you wow. guys make our day, and we are watching this team grow together. Blue Boy Sin says he caught the Holy Ghost, and <laughs> Harley was preaching, man. Harley it's was just, preaching. Because it, go ahead. It, it's just – it gets ridiculous, man. I, I just – I mean, the last two years, man, every national media head, everybody, with any every NFL fan, how we had people in our own fan base, uh, Rockets fan bases, Astros fan bases, just talking all sorts of noise. And Rockets fans know this because there was a lot of people talking shit about the Rockets organization this past few years, too. So they know where we're coming from, man. Like, they just done a similar outlook on their franchise. Hiring Ime Udoka, we hired D'Amico Ryans. Sure, they've had a lot of talent by tanking and doing their thing and, you know, grabbing the right guys, Jalen Green, Alperin Shingun, hopefully some more from Jabari and the rest of the crew. I appreciate every single one of them. I'm a huge Rockets fan. The Houston Texans in their own right, you know, sure, haven't been really tanking, just not really good football. And – all of the crap that was thrown at us, man, being called a racist organization by Stephen A. Smith, Ooh. you know, like saying, oh, that no black coach should come coach for the Houston Texans. And then what we do immediately hired D'Amico runs. I'm still waiting on an apology by Stephen A. Smith, by the way. This man wants to talk and get on this Houston Texans bandwagon and talk about how good this Texans team is. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Go back to go back to those steps. Let me hear an apology real quick because that's where I tell you you can stay on that side. Mm. Because if you are not going to go back and correct your wrongs, ain't nothing for me to talk about then with you, brother. Ain't nothing with me to talk about with you, my guy. Because you did not go back and say, hey, you know what? I was wrong about this. I apologize. Houston Texans, they hired D'Amico Ryans. And look at the rest of this team right now. I remember people wanted Eric Bieniemy. I was not one of those guys. I wanted a Robert Sala. And he's been doing amazing things with the Jets. No more quarterback. And they're still somehow in the playoff race. The Houston Texans, in summary, they've just been, they've had so much crap thrown on them consistently, damn it. And it feels freaking good. Everybody in here should feel good that they're a Texan fan. Everybody should be representing. Like C.J. Stroud said, he wants y'all proud when we wear that Texans gear. He wants us proud, and he wants us to show out this Sunday in every home game, let's say it, every home game moving forward. He wants everyone there. And hey, if I got a mortgage the house to do it, then I got a mortgage the house to do it. It is what it is. I'm going to be there. I might not have nowhere to live, but it'd be NRG if I be my home. That's what I'm finna say. 
TJ Shaw's gonna feed families, and he feeding me. Back then, I mean, back then it was just it was just a couple of months ago. If you wanted clicks, you talked about how horrible this franchise was. Yeah, because it was media's that have nothing to do with football, and I'm not talking about like other just YouTubers. I'm talking about ESPN <laughs> basketball shows. Just talking so much mess, buying RV. RVs are not that expensive, actually. And you can get a good one for what you're paying now on rent, you know? Tiny homes. Tiny homes. Tiny homes. Tiny homes. Team, and thank you for the 699 Super Chat. If CJ Shaw was not a rookie, he would be the clear favorite for MVP. Give the man his award. No, I mean, 100%, right? It's just... With him being a rookie, you have to say he's a rookie. Thank you for subscribing, guys. Make sure you are also uh, tuned <laughs> into the Believe in Texans podcast. Um, and once again, she and uh, team and shout out for the six ninety nine. Um, give him the MVP. Nacho said, "You stay on my couch, Harley. We Texans fan, and you know as this fandom grows, bro." We all gotta get together, watch a game together. You know, yeah, we definitely. It, it 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 has to finally happen. Hopefully, it's happening soon. But the Houston Texans have three home games in a row: the Cardinals, the Jaguars, I believe the Broncos. I and honestly, in those, I feel kind of dangerous in all three. That's the type of confidence I'm feeling right. And we've won what the last three at home. Home field advantage is back in H Town, baby. It's back, baby. And respect to the other team, the Arizona Cardinals, who we're playing against. I'm gonna try to keep what I you know, and I'm trying to be humble, but I I smell blood on the water, man. I smell it too. It could be a time where we're facing the Cardinals at the wrong point of the season. We said that with the Bengals Mm -hmm. and we spanked them, you know, so we're coming back at home, face the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's back and and look, he didn't have his greatest game, but he still went down there and gave them a game winning uh, drive to win the game. Mm. And I think people forgot how good Kyler Murray still is at playing football. All right. I think real people, a lot of people forgot about it decided to clown him continuously and sure rightfully so it was really funny to clown him but he's he's still a really good quarterback in this league you cannot take the cardinals for granted they beat the cowboys yep. i mean you know and the cowboys have been dominating some teams here and there some weak ass teams but that's besides the point you know um i tell you this i know my texans they're not just going to drop 3 points only against the 49ers i'll tell you that right now jags fans come on now I remember, I, I remember when Trevor Lawrence was a generational quarterback. That's what I remember. Don't look like it right now. Look like C.J. Stroud's already the best quarterback in the AFC South. That don't even feel like a conversation talking point anymore. He's all the way at MVP talks. When's the last time I heard C, uh, Trevor Lawrence in MVP conversations? I don't hmm. think never heard it. Hmm, interesting. 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 Houston Texans got a, a a good game coming up next with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, again, Kyler Murray, solid defense with Jonathan Gannon. Um, there's they got the the short king lineup. 
with Kyler Murray, DeMarco at running back, Greg Dortch is wide receiver. He's like 5'9". Uh, Marquise Brown is short as well. Uh, Ronnell Moore, he's like 5'7". So they got this short, short lineup, but that's pure speed. And, hey, Derek Stingley is back, had himself a solid game besides the touchdown that was given up on him. Uh, regardless if that was him or not, it's going to go against them. So stats are the stats. They don't lie. Um, but we can't get too ahead of ourselves because I would say we would slap the Cardinals. I'll be honest. I, that's what I would say. But we lost the 0-6 Panthers, man. Like, that's that's something I just did not expect to happen. It was not the team I was hyping up that week. And, man, it feels great to not be on a bye week and mm. hopefully ride the momentum back to Houston facing Arizona. Levi, thank you for the $5. Watch Ruben survive the Cully Mill mm, season. Y'all deserve this positive energy. I Same know here. I have been in self for these last years. I mean, Harley was there every single week with me. And, I, and honestly, man, I do not know who else was. And I'm just being quite honest with you. Me and Harley were dropping that everyday Houston Texans content. Before we go, I actually like that we are playing against Kyler Murray. It adds a little more weight to this game if you do win it. Because he looked, you know, good coming back from, yes. you know, a lengthy time off. The Houston Texans this season, they've struggled with mobile quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson. Anthony Richardson. I mean, before he went out. I mean, who else are we talking about here? Let me see. Let me go through the Houston Texans losses. Desmond Ritter, a mobile quarterback. If Bryce Young, a he was mobile in that, you know, yeah. you know, he was, you know, making things happen back then. So a good test for head coach D'Amico Ryan's, but the Exclamation point, the point of today's episode is that the Houston Texans, they are back. And do not be afraid no more to cheer for this team. You deserve these wins. You deserve to see your rookie quarterback have back-to-back game-winning drives. Y'all deserve some happy times being a Houston Texans fan, man. This was a fire episode a belief in the Houston Texans that was brought to you by Bed Online. Once again, if the season ended today, the Houston Texans are in the playoffs. Harley, let them know where they can find you. You can find me at the lead underscore H O U Houston. I everywhere on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever it is, I'm probably on it social media wise. So I appreciate everyone. We are on the road to 5,000 subscribers. So make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel. Uh, almost at 2,000 followers in terms of Twitter. Appreciate mm-hmm. everyone that has followed me there as well. Remember, I am the lead where it's all Houston all the time. And you can find me, just go on YouTube, 713 Houston Sportcast, guys, trying to get to 9K subscribers by week 10 or 11. Thank y'all for being a part of today's episode. This was a fire one. Y'all have a very blessed rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.